0: You're listening to locally produced programming created in KUNV Studios on public radio, KUNV 91.5. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More, the University of Nevada, Las Vegas, or the Board of Regents of the Nevada System of Higher Education. Hi, I'm Charles Stanton. I'm on the faculty of the Honors College of UNLV, and the Boyd School of Law.
1: Hi, I'm Gabriella Tam. I'm a fourth year accounting student.
0: And welcome to.
1: Social Justice. Social
0: Justice, a Conversation.
1: A Conversation.
0: Well, good evening, everybody, and welcome back. Uh, I'm Charles Stanton, along with my uh, partner, Gabriella Tam.
1: Hello.
0: And uh, we're here uh, again to talk about those societal issues that uh, never seem to be addressed, but. Uh, we at least try to bring them to everybody's attention, and mm-hmm. maybe by doing that, we can try to make some progress in these areas. Um, the first thing I wanted to talk to, uh, uh, it actually ties together to a couple of other things, is uh, is the shooting uh, uh, that occurred in Maine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when it first happened, you know, of course, uh, once again, uh, it's another situation where we find somebody who has a assault weapon that they should not have, uh, basically wreaking havoc on a on a on a small community. Yeah. That's uh understaffed with police and, and, and uh law enforcement personnel and a person basically just, you know, um killing scores of people, wounding scores of people, ruining all kinds of people's lives and people's families.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh and yet and yet those people who uh believe in unlimited gun rights uh are totally silent. That would be bad enough. Mm-hmm. But what's really enormously troubling is the fact that this man was very mentally disturbed. Yeah. That this was known about by his family, that it was conveyed to law enforcement. It was conveyed to the military. It was conveyed to uh, people who were involved in uh, mental health care, uh As to try to find a way that this man could be given you know counseling and, and mental health care because the man suffered from an advanced uh case of schizophrenia oh he was hearing voices he was people were talking behind his back, all the rest of this stuff uh-huh. uh and and there were a number of instances where he acted out um he was he was part of like a military reserve unit. And he had acted in a very disturbed way when he was there. Um, his family was 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 subject to 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 these uh, uh, actions that were inappropriate. And uh, somehow he also had a live stock of ammunition in his house. He had guns. He had all kinds of different stuff. So, when you have a situation like that, and the person is obviously deeply troubled. Uh, where is law enforcement? Where, is, where are the—
1: Yeah, why did no one think to, like, step in and be like, hey, like, this is not a good idea. Yeah,
0: yeah. But, but I think I think the answer to it, the answer to it, and we, we've discussed this before in this class, in this, in this uh, setting of, of our radio show, and also in, in the class and, and in other places, uh-huh. It has to do with a societal indifference. Yeah. People are just indifferent. People don't care. People just do their own thing. And, you know, you have a ticking time bomb. The guy has given every indication that he's completely uh, 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 disturbed. Plus, from having had a military background, he has a facility with weapons and knowing how to use uh-huh. these different kind of guns and, and ammo and the whole thing. and. uh the man should not have been walking around. The man should not have yeah. had any of those had any of those weapons. They should have been removed, but,
1: but no it, one did anything. Nobody
0: did anything. Nobody did anything. That that's the the, the mind boggling. Yeah, that's the me, crazy part. You know. And what's interesting too, in a lot of these um, mass shooter cases. Uh, just to pick one, the El Paso shooting, uh-huh. where all the, the the Hispanic people and other people were shot in the Walmart down in El Paso. Uh-huh. There were plenty of warnings about that about that guy and what he was going to do. He was on social media. Yeah, it was you know very clear what his intentions were. Uh-huh. The guy who who shot up the synagogue in Pittsburgh. Again, it was very clear what he intended to do. Yeah, and they just, they just, nothing was done, and the, the other, the other thing that ties in there too, though, is social media. Yeah, you know, and um, there needs to be some kind of regulation on social media. Yeah, they need to have some kind of content uh, uh, evaluation yeah. done by the people who run these, who run these, uh, you know, companies uh, as to exactly what kind of behavior is going to be allowed in social media and they don't have it. You could talk about social media because you know about it.
1: I mean, I feel like in a way it's bad, but like it's good that they're expressing like through social media. It's just that people for some reason aren't being like, or like in the police department, they're not seeing these things and not, they're not, alarmed about it which yeah. is a scary thing because yeah. there's evidence that they're going to do these things right, right, right. but like the, it clearly shows like the motive but like they're not taking the actions yeah. to like go check up on them and like go like search like, yeah. their house or anything yeah. so it's like um just like why it's like why aren't you yeah. going out of your way to see what this person might potentially do yeah. you know
0: yeah well in the case you know uh, I don't know what the powers that an individual might have yeah. that's not in law enforcement, what, yeah. what they could do. But certainly the powers that be in law enforcement, whether it's the FBI or yeah. or, or the local police or the state police, there certainly should have been some much more uh, um, investigation no, exactly, on this man yeah. who... Who had a long record of being deeply troubled and they they did they weren't they just didn't seem to uh um,
1: to care ca- to
0: care about it and you know there's been case after case now uh, of the mass shootings where th- there there a lot of times there's a warning given mm-hmm. there they the people will telegraph what they're going to do yeah you know whether it's anti-Semitism or anti asian or anti anti black yeah. or what have you and they, they're pretty clear about what they want to do. And that should be like a warning sign where I think social media, I mean, I believe, you know, you know, I believe in free speech, but I also believe that social media has a responsibility. Yeah. If they have either to, either to regulate what's going out over their, over mm-hmm. their programs or... To have some kind of of liaison with law enforcement, yeah. Where if a person is a is a repeat uh, uh,
1: offender, really.
0: a, a, well, offender or, 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 or they uh, on a regular basis, yeah. Say you know uh, derogatory things about a ra- another race or so, but not merely say derogatory things about them. Uh, say that they wish there was violence against them. Yeah, like
1: there's an intent to hurt. Th-
0: there's an intent to hurt somebody. That they should they should be. Working with those authorities to yeah. to try to prevent that from happening, yeah, and they don't they don't seem to be they don't seem to want to do it, yeah. You know, it's interesting now with Twitter, basically, that basically they they stripped all the regulations that they had,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and you can basically put anything out there, yeah. You know, and 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 then the of course the other danger is that uh, you know you have a lot of young people who are.
1: Impressionable. impressionable,
0: and you know they see and hear about these different things that these people are advocating. Yeah, they don't have the discernment really to know when when somebody's really saying something that's that wrong. It's mm-hmm. it's not it's not they're not that astute, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And then you have somebody that the person goes out and they do they do all these things. And then they go, oh yeah, you know, well, well, he he said some things, and you know, blah, blah. yeah, but there's a degree though. Yeah, there's a degree. I mean, and, and in the case of, uh, in the case of the guy in Maine, it wasn't so much, uh, you know, social media per se. It was it was personal interactions with a lot of people. You know, people in the military. Yeah, you know, people in his family. Um, his family actually went to the authorities. I mean, that's the mind-boggling thing, though. Yeah. They're telling you that the guy is the guy doesn't care. The guy's troubled. He's schizophrenic. He threatened me. He we talked to him. Uh, he needed help, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, uh-huh. And they don't want to do it. And then, of course, society has to pick up the bill. Yeah, the innocent people who are who are you know who are harmed.
1: Yeah, and then it causes people to lose hope in the in the in the system, in yeah. the police system. I mean, like even in the, the a bunch of movies that you've, like, shown the class, like mm. the classes that I've taken with you, like, it seems that in ev not in every, but in a lot of the movies, the police department isn't doing anything. Yeah. And that, I feel like, tells a lot about how the police system in the United States is, mm, yeah. which is really sad.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 one of the problems that you have, what you're seeing today is a lack of police. Yeah. So whether it was the defund the police movement or, or whatever movement it was, a lot fewer people are going into the police to be police officers, men and women. Yeah. A lot of people are retiring early and they're not and they're not getting the amount of people they need. I mean you look at uh, you look at our city here, we're short of police. Yeah. I mean, do we have a we need more we need more police. Um you know, and 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 the problem is too that what's happening in a number of cities now is they're basically turning over law enforcement, like in Portland, Oregon, to security guards, to, yeah. po- to police areas, and and and, un- and unarmed security guards mm-hmm. that they're supposed to they're supposed to you know keep the peace. And then the other thing that's crazy about it too is that. The response time with, like, with nine eleven, where people call nine one one, and in this article I read in the in New York Times, mm-hmm. uh, they come back in half hour, forty five minutes, call back. I mean, this is what's going on, though. Yeah. Even in this city, you see it. Yeah. I, I, can't, I cannot tell you how many people have spoken who have had, you know, incidents and problems that were that were serious, and and nobody showed. Yeah. Basically. So 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 that's so that's one part of the thread. Then then you go to the to the to the business part of the thread. Mm. And that's and that's with GM. Now GM basically, you know, had to or is in the process of probably re- recalling a lot of the cars that they have because of the airbag situation. Yep. Okay, well, that that's, you know, that's something that they need to do, but now it turns out that in in, in, in in the city of San Francisco, where they had this program uh, of the driverless car, yeah, uh, they're basically uh, they basically have been uh, I guess the program has been stopped uh, by the, by the the, the the I guess by the civil authorities and also I guess by GM itself for all the accidents that they're having with the driverless car but the accidents with the driverless car this has been going on for a long time yeah it just didn't happen the other day and my question there is well how would you how would you be having a driverless car if you found out that on a number of occasions there were accidents and people were going to Go into the car and 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 depend on it, you know, like almost like if you if you wanted to get Uber or Lyft, let's say,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and then you know the, the car comes to your house, and the car is supposed to take you somewhere, and but you knew that it was dicey.
1: Yeah,
0: I mean, you knew that you know maybe they'd make it back, <laughs> maybe they wouldn't. wouldn't. you know,
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: How would you do that though? how would how would you be socially responsible I mean it's, I mean business responsible because obviously it's a lawsuit but yeah just what is the what is the mindset there I, I don't get it
1: I don't I don't understand either I feel like we're so we're trying like so hard to be ahead in like technology right, right. but us being ahead in technology is costing a lot of lives as well
0: mm-hmm. so at mm-hmm. what
1: point are people business is going to be like, okay, like, maybe it's okay if we're not so ahead. Like, we should be focusing on, like, the safety of our cars or safety yeah. of all the te- technology that we we already have out.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, certainly, I mean, you know, certainly two essential things would, would number one, be, uh, you know, the airbag situation. Yeah. Now, if you had... A situation which apparently they have is they, they're recalling all these things. Yeah. Uh, that when the when the airbag deploys, that you know uh, shards of metal and stuff come out of the airbag into the face and head uh-huh. of the person who the airbag is supposed to cushion the shock of the of, of the cr- of the crash. Yeah. Now they must have known something about that.
1: Yeah. Exactly. A long
0: time ago. But but it doesn't seem like it's only when people are forced to do something, mm-hmm. you know. There was a very interesting article we had talked about, uh, you know, before we went on the, on the air, having to do with the pharmacies. Now this mm-hmm. is another problem. So you have the major pharmacies, CVS, Walmart, Walgreens, and basically the the almost the revolution or mutiny or whatever word you want to call it by the people who are working as pharmacists and 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 and, and pharmacists, technicians in these in these pharmacies because th- they're way understaffed. Yeah. They don't have the people and they're doing like multitudes of tasks that lead to people making mistakes yeah. and people getting the wrong medications. Yeah. You know?
1: So you're not only hurting the pharmacist, but you're also hurting the
0: patient. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Oh absolutely. I was I was in a farm pharma- I was in a pharmacy one day well, I had two experiences actually.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I had one experience. You know, I had gone back east, uh, and uh, I had gone to a pharmacy. Uh, it was um, it was a CVS pharmacy. Yeah. And this one woman was basically doing the whole thing. Mm-hmm. She was answering the phone. She was taking care of people at the counter. She was filling the prescriptions. Then she was also doing the window for the cars. I mean, that's crazy, though. Yeah. And, and it's all about the bottom line, though. Yeah. It's all about, you know, the profit thing and, and how much money we can make. And what was very interesting in the article uh, having to do with that was that when COVID was going on.
1: Yeah.
0: And, uh, you know, you had, you know, the diminution of the workforce. Mm-hmm. How these people were treated by the management, like that they were like, uh, in, instead of praising them for you know working under the conditions that they were working, the people were basically like castigated by the management. Yeah, that they weren't doing enough, that they had to do more, uh, and uh, and all of that. And I'm saying to myself, well, they were doing a job that was extremely hard to begin with, and then yeah. they had COVID. And and basically, you're attacking the people that are working for you, that they're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. It, it's, there's something wrong there. Yeah, there's something wrong there.
1: And like also not only that, but I feel like like the people who are getting the medications, like if they don't get the correct medications or anything like that, they get mad at the pharmacist. Mm-hmm. They don't get mad at like the the company itself. And I just feel like if I was like the pharmacist, I I would be extremely frustrated. Getting like. Yelled at by management yeah, who, and and yeah, the course. patient. It's like both sides. It's like, yeah. no, does no one like, like support me or does no one like want to, be like, oh, you're doing a good job.
0: Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah no, it's it's, it, it it's food for thought. So that was one experience I had, and then another experience I had was, um, where uh, I had gone for uh, the uh, booster for COVID, mm-hmm. and. Uh, yeah, well, you know, I went to it on the phone. I talk, spoke to everybody, and uh, the person was going to give me a flu shot. Okay, so I said, "Well, I said, if you ha- if you take a look at your records, you'll see that I already got the flu shot, mm-hmm. and I waited a certain amount of time to you
1: get know, the COVID to booster. get the COVID
0: booster, right? Well, she had never looked at she had never looked at the at, at my chart." Oh.
1: Dang. She was gonna
0: give me a second. She was gonna give me a second blue shot. <laughs> so I'm saying no, 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 no. And 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 then like she didn't know how to access the program to to get the record. And this is supposed to be a pharmacist. I mean, come on, yeah. here, what's going on? Yeah, you know. But 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 that's what you're dealing with, though. Yeah, that's what you're dealing with.
1: And I'm sure these people are like extremely tired as well.
0: Well, sure.
1: Yeah.
0: It's it's a very. Um, it's a very precise job being a pharmacist. Yeah, it's it's you know it's it's getting the right prescription to the right person with the right condition with the right quantity. Uh huh. It's it's not a joke. It's not like you know you just grab some bag off the counter and, yeah. and give it to somebody. But it was very interesting because um, uh, they had a, a quote from this guy Stephen Schwartzman. I guess he's in the he's one of the hedge fund people. He's got billions of dollars, uh. and he was like critiquing critiquing the workers' performance during COVID, like that uh, the, the workers didn't work hard enough during COVID, etc., that, that, that the people who worked, you know, remote, you know, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Well, a lot of people who were working remote were sick. Yeah. And they were working from – that's how why they were working from, from, from home. Or, you know, basically they had to cut down the in-person staff because of the spread of COVID. Yeah. And here's a guy who's got, like, billions of dollars, and he's critiquing – He's taking people who are just trying to get by, who you know could have sick family members and things. He said, "What is that about, though? What is that about?"
1: I feel because it's probably like it's so easy for him to make critiques about like the working class and stuff because he's not in it. So he yeah. like he feel, but he feels like he he has a say. yeah, yeah, yeah. for some reason.
0: Yeah, no, it's 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 like a, 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 a they're removed from everything now.
1: Yeah, they're like Yeah. like completely separated from us, yet they feel like they still have a say on how we work and how we do things. Yeah,
0: yeah, no. It's 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 really interesting. It's really interesting what that what that mindset is. Yeah. You know, that I'm like an oligarch or whatever I am, you know. Uh-huh. Not, he's not an oligarch, but <laughs> you know, I mean, I'm like a, a person in authority and you know, but you don't. You don't know what these people actually are doing. You know, how they're living and, and what they're what they uh, uh,
1: what they have uh, to deal what with. What they have
0: to deal with exactly. Yeah. And, and it's like we you know we talk about it in class. It's a lack of empathy basically. Yeah. I think that's a lot of it. I think it's a lot of it. Mm-hmm. It's it's you know when you're going out in the street here and, and you know walking around and you know talking to people and and observing people. Uh, I think the whole homeless situation Mm -hmm. is a lack of empathy. Yeah. I I really believe that. I believe that there should be something, there should be something in a person, whatever that something is, Mm -hmm. that when you see a person in that kind of condition, you should feel something. There should be some... There
1: should be a feeling in your heart. Yeah,
0: yeah. There should be a feeling in your heart that I wanted I want to try to help them in some way.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And uh, it always amazes me um you know coming from you know the east coast in New York and you know it, it, it the homeless problem is not is not limited to to Las Vegas Nevada. It's yeah. it's astronomical in 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 Los Angeles, yeah. it's so astronomical in San Francisco. It's astronomical everywhere. But there's just like almost like an acceptance of it. That's the dangerous thing to me. Yeah. I mean, you've always had homeless people, yeah. and you probably always will. And there's a whole latitude of reasons why a person may be homeless. Lost their job, they may have mm-hmm. mental health issues, etc. But we have this like huge foreign aid budget in our country where we're giving foreign aid to all these countries,
1: yeah. but the
0: problem—the problem is here, though. Yeah, it's in our country with our own people who are suffering, and there doesn't seem to be any like interest in it because it's not fashionable. You see, yeah. that's our society in many ways has to do with the, what you know what's trendy and you know yeah. who's wearing what gown or who's wearing <laughs> what suit or it Givenchy or yeah, yeah. any of this stuff. Which is okay. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But what's wrong is if, like, there's a complete indifference to all the other stuff that's going on. Yeah. You know, you see, I don't know if you see, you see that Met ball every year that they have. At the oh, restaurant? the Met gala? Oh, my God. Oh, my
1: God. Give me a
0: break. <laughs> Give me a break. I mean, it's like, it's almost like, you know, they're at Versailles or something when when Marie uh-huh. Antoinette was there. It's crazy. It's crazy, you know, you get all these people in there, you know, and 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 it's not it's not the celebration part. It's not that you don't celebrate, you know, you know, a nice time or being yeah. dressed well. It's not that. But it's just like e- everything else that's going on in the world is blocked out. Yeah. And you're just like you're in your own private, you know, silo. Yeah. And you don't and you don't basically uh you don't basically have any connection to that? Yeah, you know, and, and and what's interesting to me is, I'm sure a lot of these people did not grow up wealthy. I'm sure if you look at a lot of the people in Hollywood, and et cetera, yeah. et cetera, who ha- who have careers and done all these things, that they came up the hard way. Yeah, you know, they had, you know, it was a hard go. You know, uh, actors and actresses, you know, they had to go to tons of auditions. Yeah, and it was very hard, but. Something like that. If you're able to achieve that, if you're able to get to that level, yeah, then there's there, there should be like a duty where you feel you know yeah I made it I got the success, but you know I can help other people. Yeah, that that's the that that that's the that's the interesting thing to me.
1: I think there's a there's a couple of celebrities like that, but I feel like there is a lot of ce- celebrities who are just like. That's not me anymore, so I'm not gonna deal yeah, with anything yeah. related to that.
0: Yeah, no, it's true though. It's true. It's it, it's it's very interesting. It's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I I I, you know, look at myself, you know, and you know, being an attorney and everything, mm-hmm. and um, you know, coming to the point where I was, uh, you know, I was able to teach, mm-hmm. and and uh, you know, teach teach at the honors college and teach at the law school. I I think that's I think that it's giving back yeah. to 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 these institutions and giving back to to all the people I can hopefully talk to yeah. about these problems, you know, because you when you when you go through the struggle and uh, all those things, as I know you could identify with this, you know, yeah. you know, as far as like uh, you know. Uh, uh, studying accounting, and well, mm-hmm. the obstacles that you had, that you you feel empowered to say yes, I I got this. But it's more than just saying now I'm a lawyer and now I'm an accountant. It's what do I do with it? Yeah. What what's what's my mission beyond just being a lawyer or an accountant? Yeah. You know, and and I I think that's very important in a person.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I really do because uh, otherwise it's just about me. You yeah. Know? And so many of the movies we've we've seen over the past few years, that that's what you're bowing about. Yeah. You, know, you look at The Devil's Advocate as one movie, or yeah. Wall, or Wall Street. Yeah. I mean, you know, I made it. You know, I'm living in the penthouse, or wherever uh-huh. I'm living. But it's more than that, though. It's yeah. more than that. It has to be more than that. It has to be. It has to be more than just yourself. Yeah. It has to be outside yourself. It has to be. That you you're relating to other people and you can do certain like, things for them.
1: Yeah, like what can you do for the community? Yeah,
0: exactly. What can you what can you do for the community? That's the thing. That's the thing. And um, I don't know. It's it, it it's food for thought. It's yeah. food for thought. I mean, I think the greatest gift that that you know uh, uh, we we in education can 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 um, bestow is that feeling. Among the people that we're interacting with, in in the university community, mm-hmm. that that you know, you you teach a course, uh, and I've taught several different kind of courses here, but it's that when the students leave the classroom, that that's part of them. Yeah. So it's it's yes, it's teaching about you know certain things, and you know f- from a film point of view or otherwise. Yeah, yeah. But it's that when you leave. You say, well, yeah, this is this is what I want to do. Yeah, I want to do, you know, basically uh, uh, accounting or law, whatever it is. But uh, I want to do other things too. Yeah, I do other things too. And 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 that's and that's that's also part. What's well, also part of that too is uh, in a society which is very uh, self absorbed. Uh, it's rare to see humility. Mm-hmm. Where people, you know, make a mistake or do something wrong, very rarely do they apologize. Yeah. And when they do, the apology is like, ah, eh, it's know. not good. It's 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 like it's like it's shaky, like it's yeah, not, you know.
1: And it's like rare that they hold themselves accountable too.
0: Yeah. Well, that's it. That's it. But accountability ultimately is is on every one of us. Yeah. You know.
1: Thank you for listening to our show. If you have any questions, please do not hesitate to contact us at tamg1, that is T-A-M-G-1, at unlv.nevada.edu, or to contact Professor Charles Stanton at charles.stanton at unlv.edu. See See you
0: next time. time.